0: What is going on? It is the boy with the beanie, headphone Joe. And I'm here with my co host as always. What's up, everybody? Brennan Tassif coming to you live from New York City. Just a couple of boys who teams are in the postseason. No biggie, <laughs> no biggie at all. You know, just watch 18 games. You don't have to sweat it out for some teams. You got to super sweat it out if you're another team. But yeah, um, lots of we'll sweat on my that. end. We'll get into that and a couple other things that are going on in the world of sports. Uh, and then we got the quick hits for you guys. As always, we have a tight time turnaround right now. So without any further ado. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. All right, Brennan. We have the playoff picture locked and loaded. We will discuss the games of this past week as they pertain to each uh matchup that we have set up here uh and we're gonna go basically with the tv schedule so first game on the list is the seattle seahawks versus the san francisco 49ers uh the seahawks are only in this position because aaron Rodgers couldn't get it done against dan campbell and the mighty kneecap eaters um detroit lions kept
1: the green bay packers out of the playoffs as in Lambo in, in December Lambeau. or January I guess
0: yeah in January um before we get into the preview of the game do you think that's Rogers' last game as a Packer no, in Lambo no, I
1: think he's he just signed a contract for 50 million dollars a year he's not going to pass that up <laughs>
0: See my brother brought that up yesterday too and apparently he's like dating some like very very wealthy woman right now um and we saw Calvin Johnson sign a deal and then walk away and have to give money back to Detroit. I wouldn't be super. If he's been like, will he, won't he, for at least like three seasons at this but point. Yeah, so. and
1: that's the big difference. Calvin Johnson, when he was done, he was done. Yeah. You know what, what, I mean? what I'm like saying? He was like, yeah, I'm not coming back. I'm hanging it up. Aaron Rodgers does this every year, this whole, well, for the last three seasons, this whole like, will he, won't he, I need more help around me. Like, so I just
0: don't believe it. It's the boy who cried wolf. I don't know, man. I was going to say the way he was taking in that final look, apparently, if people wanted to exchange jerseys with him and he said no, he's gonna keep this one. Uh look, either my my prediction is either he's leaving Green Bay to retire, or he's getting traded to uh the Raiders. That's hook up that's with the most again. So realistic
1: thing I can think of is him getting traded because I mean, unless he retires financially, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't even really make sense financially for Green Bay to trade him because they yeah, have to no, like pay all that money up front. Yeah, a million cap hit. Yeah, so I don't... It's just, he did this last year after the 49ers game where he kind of stared into the sunset and they were like, oh, it looks like he's done. I don't... I just, as a competitor, I don't believe you'd have such a bad season, blame it on everybody else, and then just walk away. Like,
0: But I think the thing was... He had a bad season. You can't even, some of it you can't even blame. Like, you could lay blame in some instances, but once they got into that position the other night, and then he has, what, two, three picks? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I felt like this year, more than any, he had probably his most picks for a season. It's just like, maybe he doesn't have it anymore.
1: Yeah, and I mean, he is 40, and Tom Brady has skewed our... Yeah, Tom. <laughs> Tom Brady has skewed our understanding something. of the quarterback. Well, he'll be forty at the start of next season.
0: No, he'll be forty December second next year. Wow, his birthday's right, so right after mine.
1: During the okay, so he will be forty during the, like towards the end of the season. In the so, season, yeah, yeah. I just, I I think he comes back. That's my big hot take. I don't think they trade him. I think we do the same thing we did last year and the year before where, oh, my God, are they going to trade him? Oh, my God, what's going to happen? Oh, my gosh, he wants, you know, weapons around him, and then he just plays out the season in Green You
0: think bag. he's going he's gonna to go full Favre, uh, mind you? So his second most interceptions ever outside of his first full year of starting.
1: Okay. Gosh, that's a lot of interceptions.
0: Yeah. 12 this year, 13 in that first year as a starter. Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to go...
1: I honestly, to be... Quite frank, I think it's going to go the way of Favre, where he's going to threaten to retire. I mean, we just made allegations. Never once did he say he was going to retire. He yeah. might have, he might have like danced around it. Like I don't know if I'm coming back or whatever. Yeah, he, never... he's
0: talked about, you know, uh, he's talked before in the past about life outside of football. what yeah. does the next chapter of his life looked like he, he's looked beyond the game uh, several times.
1: I think he's going to come back for at least one more season, though. I don't know if it'll be with the Packers. Because before, they were in a position where it's like, well, they have enough to where they can make a run. But this year, once they traded Devontae, it was like, well, they have that defense. And then that defense didn't show up really this year. So it was like, and I know we talked about it last week where it's like, oh, the defense is finally coming into form. So if Aaron Rodgers can push them into the playoffs, they could be dangerous. But then they couldn't even do that.
0: He couldn't do it. That's, again... That's what I'm saying. If he could, I'm doing the classic that, think, thing
1: where I start making your points for you. I mean, and talk I was like, I feel like
0: you're, you're laying out my my point here, but um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just he just he just looked like a non-factor for most of the season. He looked out of it. He teams. Oh, he only had one pick in this game. Oh, it felt like two. Oh, that's right. One got called back because of the yeah. Technology. Um, that's yeah, why he, I wasn't
1: so quick. To, I was like, wait a second.
0: Yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, he just looked. He just looked all out of sorts. I mean. Because the weapons came on late. Christian Watson looked like a a reputable receiver later on in the season. Yeah, and don't um, forget at
1: the beginning of the season, he was he was dropping
0: a Yeah, lot. he was dropping a bunch of things. He was in the doghouse. He I think he got hurt for a time. And then once he finally came back, he looked like a completely different human being. Um but yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe Nathaniel Hackett was the, the thing that made this engine
1: move. Which Matt LaFleur is openly said that he'd be more than happy to have Nathaniel Hackett back. Yeah, look at that. Look at
0: that. Um, and then, okay, the Seahawks had to do you know their own due diligence by taking care of the Rams. That game went to the wire over time and everything. Um, yeah, that was... It was a little shocking.
1: <laughs> How did you feel about this whole situation? Because, as I used to, I, I know I've talked about it in walk-offs before. I used to root for the Detroit Lions because I love an underdog. And then just moving to Jacksonville, I was like, oh, I've got my very own underdog right here. So I kind of moved allegiances um, like within the last 10 or you know 12 years. You lived
0: by Jacksonville like the entire time. You could have always I know, been but a Jacksonville. it never clicked in my head. Uh, <laughs> they told us not that far. I know. But, um, or the Orange or whatever. <laughs> So
1: I kind of wanted Detroit to have a chance to go into the playoffs because just I thought that'd be a cool story, but I kind of was blinded by wanting them in the playoffs so badly that I was blinded to the actual super cool story of Geno Smith finally making his career, you know, kind of moving forward in his career
0: in a perfect world, uh, The Giants don't make it to the postseason, and we get two teams that I have a little more faith in making it to the
1: postseason. Um, I agree with you. Perfect world, it would have been them.
0: Yeah, because I wanted Detroit to get in just because, I mean, uh, Dan Campbell and what he's done with his coaching staff, what he's done with that team, turning it around, uh, all the weapons they got. That team, I've said a few times, that team is probably one of the more... Them and the Jacksonville Jaguars are two of the teams that are most team should fear because they're playing like they shouldn't be here (laughs) and that could be dangerous Mm -hmm. Um, yeah so they could just unconsciously just go off but Lions didn't make it Seattle was able to make it Uh, and that's a good story I mean everybody thought they were dead in the water um, once they made the Russell trade and there was a there was a debate: Is it going to be Gino? No, it's not going to be Gino. Drew Lock has Drew to Locke. be the guy, but we haven't seen anything out of Drew Locke. and except that one time when he's saying "Put on for my city" on the sideline. Um, and Pete, I mean, credit to Pete because which he, we don't say
1: often enough on the show. We I, don't I, say that often I enough. I said he was going to get fired. I
0: was about to say I thought season. he should have been fired when they when they uh, lost last year, didn't make the playoffs. But um, credit to Pete because. He stuck his neck out when it was Matt Flynn who they just brought in for a whole bunch of money or this third round pick kind of journeyman in college um who's good but no one thought he was like NFL starter day 1 as a draft pick and he made that decision there and Russell Wilson You yeah Russell in Russell Wilson and you make this trade for Russell Wilson to get a Drew Lock was a first round pick second oh, round yeah. pick um You make that trade, and you think that guy's going to be the starter, and you say, no, I'm going to go with the guy who's been sitting in the pine for eight years, who his career is looked at as a failure. I'm going to go with him, and I'm going to trust him and ride this out. Mind you, also, shout out to Pete again, because two times he picked the black guy over the white guy. Just saying, just saying. Second round pick. Second round pick? Yeah, okay. So... I but, want a, a better
1: revenge story, and then we'll get into the. Uh, I mean, we don't, to be honest with you folks, we don't have a lot to say. I, I mean, I don't yeah, have a lot to San say. Francisco about Seattle, this game San Francisco. San Francisco. But better revenge story Detroit knocking Green Bay out of the playoffs or Seattle making it to the playoffs without Russell Wilson? What's the better FU?
0: Damn. Um, hang on, I'd hang say- on.
1: Let me, I want to try this for once. Ow, oh, I don't have permission. I was going to record it to see what the better oh.
0: FU was. Oh, sorry. I'll let I'll you. I'll give you... We're going to
1: start trying to do more clips for social Option.
0: media. How do I do that? Uh, yeah, I'm keeping this all in. I just want everybody to know that. So We're, So happy.
1: let's happy. talk about it. Let's let's give them the history of it. They get rid of Russell Wilson. They get Made a bunch of tra- All right, here we go. Never mind. I'm going to stop burning time. <laughs> um, how do I do it? All right, Joe. What do you think is the bigger FU story? The Seahawks making the playoffs without Russell Wilson or to the Detroit Lions keeping Green Bay out of the playoffs?
0: Um, I, it's a little bit of No, you gotta I, pick one. Man, don't do that to me. Um I'd say the Seahawks because it's proven that we could win without you. Like,
1: Absolutely it's the Seahawks.
0: I, I was about to say it's definitely a F you to Russ. Russ thought he was hot shit. He thought he was the cooking. Oh, we'll, we'll let you he, cook. Like, How's that going, the Chef. Um and yeah, he's he's on the outside looking in. He's he's way on the outside, <laughs> way on the outside. I was gonna say Seattle have those first round pick, like two, yep. or three first round picks. So God, they and out, they've got those picks. They came out like gangbusters. But um, Detroit, to there's a there's a special hatred for your division rival, and I I, I think the fact that they knew they couldn't get in. And still, even yeah, if they it's won, it's a big FU, but and they still came out with the same amount of uh, vitriol to just smack Green Bay upside the head, Deacon Jones head slapped them, and be like, Get the fuck out of here. So,
1: yeah, I, I agree. I think the Detroit Lions is a big one, but the Seattle one is definitely much bigger. Of uh, It's Pete Carroll being like, How's Colorado been, brother?
0: Like, uh, how's that weed smoking? You could do that yeah. here too, but you know, there's nothing better there. So.
1: That was good. I like that. We're going to clip that.
0: You're going to clip that. Great job, buddy. Um, I mean, so yeah, yeah San mean, Francisco's going to
1: roll. Brock Purdy undefeated so far. So weird. That defense is too good. I, like we said, Seattle's a great story. But. but
0: has Brock Purdy seen a defense good enough? I'm not saying Seattle is. I'm just saying. No, Brock Purdy's
1: going to have a horrific game in the divisional round to end the playoff run of the San Francisco 49ers. You heard it here first, folks. But uh, it's not going to be against Seattle. It's going to be in the next round.
0: On to the game of the week. Game of game the week. Of the, week. Um, the Chargers are taking a plane all the way to Jacksonville, Florida. JAX, uh, baby. Jacksonville Not a hub city. I know that very well. Um, so that's a weird plane ride. Hopefully you can get a... Can you get a direct LA to Jacksonville? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Jet Blue, so yeah. baby. Okay. Uh, Jags, they had to wheeze their way past the wheezing Tennessee Titans Brennan how was that viewing experience for you
1: uh, horrific I think
0: in a word so I think that's the only word to describe that yeah the
1: Jacksonville I heard some um, people predicting a, a three possession win three score win by Jacksonville. I was a little nervous cause the Titans have always played us close. We haven't swept them since like, I think 1999 or something. Um, and that was the year that they beat us in the playoffs. Like we beat them in the oh, regular damn. season twice. And then they beat us in the wild. See, card but round. There. Yeah, it was, um, so there, I was nervous, there. but they had, um, Josh Dobbs who wasn't even on a team six weeks ago. Uh, Apparently, Vrabel is not. Seventeen into... days ago,
0: he wasn't even on that squad. God, that's insane.
1: Vrabel's not into the raw, super athletic, just kind of let's play Kyler Murray backyard football. He's not into that. Um, apparently, he. I heard. I forget yeah, so what podcast. Is, is that the end of the Malik Willis experience? So I'm not sure, um, but I heard that of uh, Rabel. I can't remember what podcast it was on, so I don't know who to credit. But uh, there was an insider story that Vrabel stormed out of the draft room when they took Malik Willis. Uh, really? Yeah, so he's just – because he's he just doesn't like the raw the rawness. Like, he's like, I don't want to have to, like – yeah, I'm not like here a- to develop
0: quarterbacks. I'm yeah, here exactly. to win games.
1: Yeah, yeah, perfect. That's a great way to say it. So
0: Josh Dobbs, everyone. Knows. The GM's been fired. You sure he walked out when Malik got drafted, or he walked out when they traded AJ Brown. <laughs> 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 he was probably just still out of the room Yeah, he just never came back. What the uh-huh. hell just happened? <laughs>
1: So Josh Dobbs uh, put it on us. The first three quarters, it was like he wasn't making any mistakes. He was making all the right reads. I was terrified. We weren't really running the ball. Trevor did not look great in this game. Trevor did not look good in this game. He looked mediocre at best. Uh, He was sailing balls, missing guys. It was nerve-wracking. And I remember saying to uh, some of my friends, I was like, yeah, well, we're a second-half team. Like I don't even care what the score is in the first half. We're a second-half team. Then after the third quarter, I was like, well, we're a fourth quarter team. I don't even care what this. It was like tied. It was 13 13, or it was like 10 to th- I forget what it was, but I was nervous. Um, and then Josh Allen, the savior himself, they Trayvon him and Trayvon Walker pressure Josh, Josh Dobbs. They end up getting a strip sack. Josh Allen picks it up and runs it back for a touchdown. And that was the game. So we ended up pulling it out in the end way too close. Um, but yeah, it was it was intense.
0: Man, what? um, I had a joke that I had looked it up. I, I had to look up something, and I was like, mm, "Can't make that joke anymore." I'll tell you offline. Okay. Um, but yeah, the the Jags were able to pull it out. Shout out to Trayvon Walker, who you thought wasn't the guy, and now it makes a lot of sense because um, Aiden Hutchinson had three picks this year. All right, Aiden, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson, Hutchinson might have been the guy. Good, he had a very good season, a phenomenal season. But you got to take in your division into consideration. And I felt like the actual yeah. Trent Bulky and Doug Peterson probably did a really good job because uh, Trayvon Walker is a run stop specialist. Yeah, that's true. In there a division where you're going to have to see Jonathan Taylor, who at the time we thought was going to be still very good. And um, still maybe just a weird season with no quarterback to speak of. Um, and Derrick Henry. And, you know, you knew the Texans weren't going to be pass happy. Um, so yeah, it looks Pierce like they, was, they might, made the right rookie of the year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he got hurt though. So I don't know. Um, Sauce Gardner. Or, oh, it's offensive and defensive. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. It looks like they made the right guy. That defensive front looks very good. Um, I th- I still think you guys need DBs going forward. Absolutely. Um, but that front seven looks legit. Uh, the is-
1: <laughs> middle linebacker we got from Atlanta, um, Wabu.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, is that the guy He's leading in tackles?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then number 23. And then Devin Lloyd, who we took in the first round. And then MoMA, MoMA. MoMA, MoMA. Mo-ma. He got... Did you see my joke about Boomer? Yeah, I did. Okay, <laughs> I literally, I, I literally yelled something about it, and then looked at <laughs> my phone and saw your joke. But I mean, he's been playing okay. He's been playing well. He's not, you know, as a rotational linebacker. That's that's all you can ask for. So I'm very excited about the future. Uh, this means we've cleared up a lot of. Holes in the defense, obviously some DBs, but we're definitely going to be able to use some of the draft capital we have to uh, go out and get some offensive linemen. Now, hey, guess what? Cam Robinson got hurt. Who called that? I believe I had that because he gets hurt every year, um, even though we extended him. But uh, yeah, this is a perfect opportunity. He had a good season
0: up until when he got hurt.
1: Yeah, no, he had a great season until he got hurt. But as soon as he got hurt, it's you know confirmation bias. I'm like, see, I told you.
0: Well, that's like Tyrone Armstead for the Dolphins. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm nervous about this game, uh, the playoff game. How are you? Yeah, so this is how I was thinking about this before we came on. And I've been thinking about it ever since we beat the Titans, is when we beat the Chargers, who lost in horrific fashion, again, the word horrific, but they went against the Denver Broncos and Brandon Staley left all their starters in for the first three quarters and they were down by 10 when he pulled them. And then he left Mike Williams and Keenan Allen in there and Mike Williams ended up getting hurt. Uh, which was ridiculous. I understand why he did it. Everyone's like, why would you keep your starters in? Those two wide receivers haven't played very many games. You need to get as many reps as possible. So I get it. And if they're going to get hurt, they're going to get hurt. Get like, reps you can't worry in about practice, that. bro. But that's the thing is they don't do full pad practices anymore, especially this late in the season.
0: But right now, real
1: time you... reps, man, you got to get real time
0: reps. You get real time injuries, which eventually <laughs> happen. Like what? No, real
1: time injuries. Name of this episode. Uh,
0: you, but You don't. Okay,
1: continue. I just want to say, when we beat them the first time, a lot of people were predicting the Chargers to go to the Super Bowl, at least the playoffs, maybe win the AFC West. They had all weapons. I know you weren't. But uh, (laughs) uh, there were people out there who were doing that, and Jacksonville was just going to get steamrolled. We were going to get boat raced because of what happened in the very first game against the Commanders. And then we ended up coming out and putting it on them. It reminds me a lot of, like, when you get in, like, Hypothetically, if you were to get into a fight with someone and you end up winning the fight, you have no business winning because you just didn't have any fear. Because, like you said, there, there was no expectation. So you just went in there and threw everything at him and ended up winning. And we won in a big way. I don't feel like that's gonna happen again in this game. I don't feel like the Chargers are gonna be sleeping on us. I, you know, Herbert's gonna be fully healthy. So I'm incredibly nervous. I think we'll win, but I don't think it's gonna be in a, a big blowout fashion like we beat him the first time.
0: I don't think it's going to be in a big blowout fashion um, because that would be foolish to think that. Um, but I think you guys have a chance, a very good chance. So I just looked up two important stats to me. I was wondering what you were doing. Um, Brendan. do you know where your Jags ranks offensively as far as points scored? Three, third, no, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? No, you guys are tenth, tenth, nah, top ten. Okay. Uh, do you know your defense stands third? That's the one that's third. That's not third. Why do you keep saying third?
1: <laughs> you guys are twelfth. Oh my god, I thought the defense was better than that. That's pretty good. What it's are you looking good. at?
0: Dvoa? Uh, no, I'm just looking at points per game. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dvoa. I don't have football outsider. I can't get Dvoa keep making me kind of make me pay for it. I got to wait for like the summer until I can get it all. It just, they just Oh, they only make out. you pay during the season? Yeah, during the season you have to pay for it. In the summer like there's like a recap review where somebody like outlines it all. Um, God, imagine having that job. I know, man. Right? Uh we're just doing that for fun. Um, do you know where the Chargers rank as far as points put on this season? I would say they're in the top 5 as far as offense. They are 13th. Really? This has been my thing. They don't score. They don't score. Do you know where their defense is? Oh, 21st. Kind of, I was going to say 25th. Damn, I was going to be <laughs> They don't put up points for all the things that seemingly looks good. They don't put up points. And I'm going to steal this from Bomani Jones, who said, now, the char- who was it, Bo? Somebody said that. I think it was Dominic Foxworth, actually, undebatable. The Chargers, they kept their players in. The team that notoriously has injuries that devastate their season year after year yep. kept people in and saw people suffer injuries. This team is... As good as a defensive mind as Brandon Staley is, I think he's a bad head coach. I think he's a dumb head I coach. I there's people Damien Woody who, said it too. He said, I don't
1: trust the coach.
0: There's people who can coach a team, and there's people who are coordinators. He is a coordinator. He is not a coach. This team should not have the shackles offensively that they have that we've documented time after time after time. I don't know. You know, I'm gonna go look this up. I don't know how many times they've gone over 30. This season. While you're looking that up, I did want to throw this out there. Do you know
1: the turnaround that the Jags have made? Rosillo was talking about this. So according to um, football outsiders, I think, or maybe it was uh PFF, but the Jaguars on offense are 6.7 points per game, almost an entire touchdown points per game, better on offense under Doug Peterson and their defense is an entire touchdown better on defense. So we've literally, added a touchdown, and then taken away a touchdown from the other team over the course of one season. We've gone from last place in the league to winning the division.
0: Yeah. So the Chargers in this entire season have put up 30 or more three times. The Jags have done it four times with a 40-piece.
1: Got to love my Jags, baby.
0: I'm not saying the Jags are going to win but I'm saying I'm not going to be shocked or flummoxed if they do. Yeah, this is a 2017 teams, situation. I think these teams are comparable. I don't think the Chargers are a world beater. They're not a team that I'm fearful of. And I don't think the Jags should be fearful of. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, the only
1: thing is... I guess I don't completely agree. Cause the only thing is is I think
0: we gotta spend less time on the next couple. <laughs> the
1: chargers are gonna like come out like fuck these guys because we beat them bad in the very beginning.
0: All right, let's keep going. All right. Let's well, one more round is.
1: Let's go. Yeah, okay, your team's not playing. No, we got a bye week, Brendan. Come on, man. Come on. I was talking to the bartender at the stand. Big shout out to John Slack, who's a huge Philly fan. What do you think is better, having the bye week and everyone being able to rest, or Jalen Hurts getting one more week of reps in after coming Having back the, the bye
0: week because yeah. he just came back and played a game. Everyone, everyone said that. Right. <laughs> Miami
1: at Buffalo. Uh, Miami gets in by beating the Jets. Jets didn't even stand a chance, starting Joe Flacco. Um, and then Buffalo beats New England. Which was fantastic to watch. Game ended up being a lot closer through most of that game until the end. And then Buffalo kind of turned it on. a uh, huge shout out again to Mar Hamlin. He's doing better now back in Buffalo. Back in Buffalo, yeah. Um what this I again, this is seven one uh, seven, two seed thing. This is not even close.
0: This is gonna be a a, a thrashing. Uh yeah. especially I, I've got if Buffalo two by is not playing. Points. Yeah, 14 and um, a half, 15 somewhere
1: in there. Now Tua can can't play, right? That's we're established <laughs> that, right?
0: I don't know, man. He's he missed what, He's missed two weeks now with this most recent concussion again. And this concussion was found out after a game was played. It wasn't even found out mid-game. So I, I don't know. I have no idea. The optics, though. The optics. <laughs> I would say we thought the optics after the second one when yeah, there was actual right. optics. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so I don't know. I can't say Mike one McDaniel, way or another. Though. What a...
1: What a fall duck. from
0: grace! No, I just want an odd duck. <laughs> <That kind of laughs> press conferences are weird, um, but yeah. So Buffalo is gonna beat the brakes off of them. I mean, I think if if the seasons were how they were in the past, and last week was their playoff game, I think they that was their best chance to lose because of just all the emotions and everything that went on, um, mm-hmm. and that's why that uh, New England game ended up being so close. And if not for two miraculous kick returns uh the only two they had all season um from a player only they two got, they've had in three years yeah yeah sorry yeah three years three months uh, if you want to put all the juju out there um but yeah all right, so Kyrie. <laughs> uh no i'm going smith schuster um so yeah if you if you if you go in all of that then yeah Miami could have had an opportunity but as now a week removed DeMar being back in Buffalo I think a thousand gonna suit up for this game I don't think he's suited enough for the game Brandon um, I don't know why I turned no. into Batman right there he's not suited for the game Brennan. he might be on the if he's um, able to I was gonna say he's definitely around, he going to line. be at this game he's yeah. going to be in a box He's not going to be on side. He'll be in a box somewhere. He'll be wearing a jersey. He'll do some pre-game thing that'll get the crowd and the team hyped up. He'll be in the locker room pre-game. Like, yeah, Miami has close to no shot.
1: One more round. Real quick,
0: do you think Tyreek Hill's doing that thing that people
1: do at their job where they, like, feign sick the evening going into the next day so they can call in the morning and be like, yeah, I just got worse. He was limping around, wasn't moving as fast. Oh. He, So the next week he's going to be like, yeah, I've been hurt for the last like three weeks. You guys didn't notice.
0: Nah, I I can't see that. All
1: right. Giants, Minnesota.
0: He's been dealing with injury for a while now. That's true. Giants Minnesota. Uh, the Giants sat all their starters against the Eagles, um, which made for a good little fun day at the office. Team could just go out there against scout team and get some in-game reps. That was awesome. Uh, Minnesota uh, played a game that was very odd. They had, uh, I think, Dalvin Cook ended up getting hurt yep. in this one, um, and it was was it a serious injury? I can't remember because. You know, red zone be moving sometimes. Yeah, that's what I was (laughs) was gonna say. Red zone be moving. Somebody get hurt, red zone be like, we're out of here. So I can't remember how serious the injury was, but uh, the Minnesota's gonna win this. I mean, I would love if the Giants punched them in the mouth and beat them just because. It's a knee injury,
1: not serious. He came back into the game.
0: Okay, cool. Um, Just because I hate. Right now, at this, for some reason, I don't know what it is. This season, I just hate Minnesota more than I hate just about every team in my division. Even more, just because saying, more they're than frauds, against? they're just so they're just so fra- At least the Giants have a record that's commiserate with the team they are. Minnesota are such frauds, and people were like talking about them like they were going to be a like they like they could have been a real factor, and we all know they're not. Yeah, um, you and I had we were early on that. So uh, it would just make it funnier if a bad Giants team, that is the third team in the NFC East, beats the top of the. That would just make me cackle with laughter. I think it's interesting that these teams are and playing that the each Eagles other. Would have to play the Giants. So. <laughs> Uh, I think this is perfect. Yeah, these two teams both- that win one score games. Yeah, exactly. These two say, teams didn't all- Minnesota beat them by one score earlier. Yeah, this season? their whole okay. records
1: have been their entire records <laughs> have been decided by one score games. Minnesota's won a bunch of them. Giants did win a bunch of them until they didn't, and then they yeah. lost a bunch of them. But I think the Giants go in and upset Minnesota. I think they're going to ground and pound with Saquon Barkley, and believe it or not, with. Uh, Daniel Jones, Jones. yeah. Who
0: eventually, I think it shaped out where he had more 75 or more rushing yard games than 300 yard games. God, that's insane. Uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think the Giants actually win this game. I think they're going to show Minnesota for what they are. I think Saquon's going to turn it on in the playoffs. I think this is his first time being fully, well, not fully, but relatively healthy in the playoffs. (laughs) The first time Um, he's been in the playoffs. Yeah. It's their oh, it first playoff appearance since 2016. I, I wasn't sure if it was the first time. Yeah, they're all going to turn it on. The Minnesota
0: going to get... I don't think they're going to get rolled, but Minnesota's
1: going to lose this game.
0: Put it here. Mark <laughs> it. Um The only reason I won't say Minnesota is going to, quote, unquote, lose this game is... Who the hell is going to guard Justin Jefferson?
1: That's, yeah, I was just, (laughs) before you even said it, I was like, but who's going to be on Justin?
0: I I got no idea. I can't name a Giants cornerback.
1: I think that pass rush will uh, upset Kirk enough where he might get one or two balls off to him, but I don't think.
0: The menace now uh, came on Thibodeau. Uh, I was your best friend. Uh, you Call saw him this P. coming P. a mile but. away. <laughs> You're like, this guy's not gonna be a good guy. He's definitely gonna be doing snow angels while quarterbacks laying on the ground. Yeah. Potentially very harmed. Uh you called that, brother. You did. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. You tell a lot uh, about a person when they're drunk. Mm-hmm. Tell a lot about them. So uh I'm not committal to anybody in this game. This is I hope they both lose situation. <laughs> <laughs> One more road. This is my favorite one of all. Baltimore, really? Cincinnati, because Baltimore, Cincinnati, gets played. Yeah. this <laughs> It's so ridiculous. It was
1: disappointing. All the AFC matchups we've already seen this year, like a lot.
0: Well, I mean, I, that kind of happens in the playoff because even the next game, Dallas, Tampa Bay, that, would kick, that kicked off the season, Sunday night football, first game. No, of the I game. know, but like um,
1: that's true. But like Buffalo, and Miami play all the time. Cincinnati, uh, I guess it's just the two from the AFC, two out of yeah. the three. but
0: I was about to say, I mean, no, Seattle, San Francisco, same division. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacksonville played the Chargers earlier this year. Is Lamar coming back? Don't know. That's the Don't know. I, apparently, he hasn't thrown a ball or been on the practice field in like three weeks. So, if he ain't there and it's Huntley, boat race.
1: Yeah, Cincinnati. Boat Yo, race. I think Cincinnati is going to win this game, even if he is there, just because of what you said. He hasn't thrown a ball in a month.
0: Yeah, so... Boat race. Now, the interesting thing about Cincinnati, Brandon, I, I was, didn't want to give my Trey cards Henderson. away earlier. No, even though a very good player. <laughs> um, oh. Buffalo, Cincinnati. Who do you think is going to the AFC Championship?
1: Out of those two teams? Yeah, those is Cincinnati.
0: I think Cincinnati, too. Yeah. So I just we, trust
1: that defense more. Buffalo's been through a lot this season, and they can't run the ball. They, it's it's so, no, no, no. Let me rephrase that. They refuse to run the ball. Nah, they can't run the ball. They had 19 uh, carries this past game, and against,
0: I think West Name had a fumble in the middle of that too. Singletary, yeah, um, he did.
1: We love you, Motor.
0: I. It's how did Cincinnati do this
1: again? I just Remember, <laughs> like, yeah. remember when they started the season like two and four and we're they like, They started oh, the this season the team. and
0: Joe Bro had like five picks.
1: Yeah. We were like, this and isn't the same team. That offensive line they
0: revamped. We're like, the oh, who would have thought they were gonna have they weren't gonna be the ones with the Super Bowl hangover?
1: I was just thinking about that at the gym. <laughs> I was watching something on they had some, they had ESPN on one of the TVs and they were talking about Sean McVay and the Rams. And I was now like now he may
0: leave again again. Well yeah, and
1: I was I I was just kept thinking about it cuz I couldn't remember. I was like I did I say the Rams were going to have the hangover at the start of the season? We thought both I, of them made. Yeah, but, but this this was yeah. I mean it went drastically the other direction.
0: It went downhill quickly. <laughs> what did you to say? That escalated quickly. But um, yeah, the problem with Buffalo uh, is Vaughn Miller out for the year? Yeah, um, that hurts. I can't remember the safety, but one outside of Hamlin, Bird. there was uh, the other safety that was out for the year. Um, and then I think they lost one of their corners recently or in that last game. So their defense is just depleted in a way. And the quietest secret, the quietest secret this entire season is Buffalo has two offensive weapons. And the other one is Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Allen and Diggs is all this team has. Gabe Davis is not materializing to the person we thought he would. They had to bring back Cole Beasley, who, by the way, very anti-Semitic. Everybody's just like keeping hush about that. He has a song where he says, fuck Jews. Um, Does he really? Yeah. Yeah. He's a rapper and he has a song where he says that explicitly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And they had to bring back John Brown off the practice squad. Like, they have nothing in the way of a second option outside of Diggs and Josh Allen. Well, Knox is good for a a couple catches a game, but threats, I'm speaking of, threat people you have to game plan for. Yeah, no, Cincinnati, just very well-constructed team. Yeah. One more round. And last but not least, Tampa Bay versus Dallas. Brennan, who you got in this one? Tampa Bay. Yeah, Dallas really <laughs> dropped the ball. Because I thought, I think I've said it, best, seat, best three teams in the NFC, Philly, Dallas, San Francisco. Those are only three. One, two of those three teams will be in the NFC championships. Yep. And then Dallas lost to the Commandos, with yeah, their no entire way. roster playing. Yep. And Sam Howell getting his first start as a rookie.
1: Yeah, it was bad. Um, Micah Hyde, that's the name. I said Bird. He plays for the Titans. Micah Hyde. Was oh, okay. I, was that's
0: like, I was like, definitely not Bird.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, this is Dallas is spiraling. And Damian Woody, I heard mention this. Uh, Dallas's three worst games this year were all on grass because their defense's speed doesn't, it kind of gets uh. flushed out on the raw grass. Mm. And Tampa Bay is outdoors, and it's a it's a field. It's a grass field. Uh, so their speed might be neutralized. I, I don't even think this is a situation of like, oh, Tampa's coming on. It's the playoffs. That's no, what Tom Brady plays I think, for. I just, I, just think I just think Dallas is drifting. Yep, 100%. 100%. This is Dallas loses this game. Tampa Bay doesn't win this game.
0: Yeah. Like, Dak Prescott is tied for the lead. Tied for the league in interceptions, and he missed like five game, four or five games. Yeah, that's a lot of picks. He has fifteen picks. Like they, they low key have no receiving option other than Ceedee Lamb, and the best bet is to put him in slot. And for what is worth, the Tampa Bay has fourteen hundred cornerbacks that they'll figure out somebody to play. Yeah, their on front
1: it. seven isn't playing well, especially um, as well as we thought they could. But their their corners are playing incredible.
0: So yeah, it's. I'm not even trying to be a a, a hater. They just look really bad. Like, I was like, okay, they. I was like, the Eagles have to play uh, Jalen because Cowboys are obviously gonna beat Washington. And then when they're not beating, I'm like, man, y'all might as well play everybody at half. They're getting creamed.
1: Yeah, that game wasn't even
0: close. Sam Howell's looking like a stud. He may be the starter going into next season. He played so well in that game. I don't know
1: what's <laughs> going on with their quarterback situation. But yeah, Tampa Bay is going to win this just because, like we said it, Dallas is just off rhythm. They're just out of it. Micah has to have like three sacks in this game in order for Dallas to win, and I don't think he's going to have three sacks in this game.
0: And and you know, what's, well, you know what is the like the craziest thing, Brennan? Tom Brady's is, 45. <laughs> Tom Brady's 45. That is, that is one of the craziest things. But Tom Brady is still top five in yards. As bad as the season, us and the media at large has lamented him having, he is still top five in yards. It's crazy because there are some games where we watch Tampa and we're like, this offense is inept. Like, they can't do anything. I was talking to my brother yesterday and I was like, it's somehow he threw for 400 yards. It's like when you're watching an NBA game and then, like, you look at the box score, and it's like, Giannis had a triple double. What? That was the quietest. That happened. It yeah. was the quietest triple double I've ever seen. It's like, you looked up, and it's like, oh, 4,500 yards. And it's like, wait, what? What? What the heck did that happen? What? Did I that was happen watching game? these games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I saw him bounce balls off the turf. When did he accrue all the. Huh? So, yeah, I was very perplexed. <laughs> Brennan, Kevin Durant of the surging Brooklyn Nets has suffered an injury. Knee injury will be out for a month. How do you think the Nets are going to do during this period? We're talking NBA now, folks. Yeah, what did we say last week? We both said it.
1: We said the Nets are surging and you asked me, do you think the Nets can hold on? And I said, barring a Kyrie debacle or a KD injury, they can hold on. And then somebody listened to the show because the very next week, KD's out.
0: Man, wild. Wild. He
1: he is. But I mean, it's not as crazy if you really think about it. I mean, we said those two things because those are two things that happen on a regular basis.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he seemed to be doing well as far as health. Yeah. um recently and i mean everybody picks up injuries here and there uh it's the duration that more or less has me shocked like him yeah, being out month. a month like not saying because of the injury itself the knee yes yeah, serious injury i can understand being out a month it's just dang you'd hope he'd miss like a week two weeks he gets the injury that keeps him out for a month and then that so it's the, the same way injury everything he got last year up, yeah, that
1: kept him out for like 2 months almost. Mm. Mm. They just okay. said it wasn't as serious this time so it's only a month, but I completely agree. Sorry, I cut you off, but yeah, I I was, I was I gonna know where say, you're going to
0: say with the way everything stacked up in the east, that could have them, I mean, depending on how they play, that could have them in the play in at that point by the time he gets back.
1: Yeah, I'm going to uh and honestly, I'm going to take that one step further. I think I think they're going to spiral without him.
0: I don't think they'll spoil. They'll. I don't think they're
1: going to... I don't... I mean, I shouldn't say one step further. I'm going to take it exactly where you said. I think they're going to drop all the way to the play-in. 9th or 10th seed.
0: I could see him being out because of a month. That's going to put us around All-Star break. And it, do you think he's really going to play prior to All-Star break? And do you think he's going to play in All-Star break? So we're not seeing him until uh, late February yeah. at the earliest.
1: I completely agree. And I think... They're gonna, I mean, they were surging. Kyrie is no leader. He's made that very clear. Um, I mean, I'm not even saying that as a slight. We saw what he did in no, Boston. They won more right. games with him off the court than on the court. Like he's not he's not that guy. And KD, we literally, it's so ironic. We just talked about this last week. What would happen if something I was bad saying, I, happened? I, I felt so bad because
0: happened. I felt so bad because like I was starting to hear people like, uh, I was listening to a podcast with Bomani, Izzy Gutierrez, and CJ McCollum, and they were like, yo, the Nets are surging, and no one's talking about it. We only talk about the Nets when they're doing bad. I was like, I just talked about them when they were surging. And then two days later, KD goes down, and I'm like, damn, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, really? Come on, man. I think
1: think this is going to put them down to at least the 9, maybe the 10 seed. Yeah. Now, when he comes back, they could fight and claw their way back up, but I think they're going to be stuck in the play-in that's just what i think
0: it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting ride i've
1: seen a lot of these nets over the last couple years and i've watched a lot of kd over the last decade i just don't think he's the straw that stirs the drink he is one of he is the greatest if not one of the top five greatest players of basketball in the world right now well speaking of
0: some of the greatest basketball players in the world this uh i'm actually going to combine these last two things and add a new thing in there um the lakers seem to be close, even though they just took a loss to my Denver Nuggets last night. Shout out. Um, and Steph Curry is now coming back. He will be returning against the Suns. Um, just saw that, just read that. Breaking news here, heard it first. Um, do you think the way the West is looking, things are starting to even out. They're starting to bounce out. The Jazz have now fallen yeah, out. Just I was just about to bring them up. The Warriors have ascended to right at that playing level, We're sitting right outside um, of the Clippers. Do you think uh, the question I ask every like three weeks, where do the Lakers fall? Where do the Warriors fall? And will the Suns keep falling?
1: I think everything is starting to even out. I didn't think the Lakers even... I thought maybe they might not even make the playoffs, not even the play-in, so that kind of just, you know, confirmation LeBron's been bias. playing
0: out of his mind.
1: And they're still losing some of these games. Um, some
0: of them, yes. But, I mean, like, he didn't play last night, but the ones are yeah. he, that he actually says, all right, I'll be there at the gym, my gosh.
1: Yeah, he's tr- <laughs> trying to put that team on his back. And this is the same guy that took Elgoskis to a final, so I don't... I don't, he, he can't not do it. Like, he can definitely yeah. do it, but. I was
0: say, AD I, just has to get back because right now yeah. he's doing it without AD still. So,
1: the, the weirdest thing, and I think Golden State's right where I was hoping they were going to land, um, which is right around the play in without Steph. They've actually held their own, relatively speaking. Yeah, tread the water, basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, the thing that's the most surprising is the Suns. What Man. are they gonna do?
0: They have fallen off the face of the earth. Devin Booker's hurt. Chris Paul' age finally seems to be uh, catching up. You're gonna they're up. gonna have to trade DeAndre Ayton. Otherwise, I was about say Ayton. I mean, Ayton. It feels like don't give a damn about this entire at team at all. <laughs> he he's playing like it. Oh, uh, I think it was the not Christmas Day, but right after Christmas, there was a game where the Suns uh, were playing the Knicks. And he did not get his first rebound until, like, minutes left quarter. in the second quarter. Yeah. It's insane. It's pregame warm-ups. He's shooting, like, half-court threes. It's like, is anybody, like, talking to this guy? He's, He's like disinterested.
1: To- I think it when well, we knew.
0: because he completely had the, ejected from the, the entire staff.
1: The, he had the dust-up with the, the coach. And they yeah. weren't seeing eye to eye. They didn't want to renew his contract. He got benched contract. at the end of the season and yeah, so the game. Like, he just doesn't want to be there, which
0: is understandable. I mean, he was a top the, pick, and then they kind of dicked him around. You know the worst part about it? All this stems from the previous ownership, which yeah. is the current ownership, because the owner came and said, you are not – I don't think you're a max guy. Mm-hmm. Like, they asked him to cater his call game. They called him the N-word i don't think he did that <laughs> that at least hasn't come out of the report um but sorry i got they the they, they tailed him they tailed they told him to tailor his game to uh, having devin booker now and chris ball when chris Paul got there he did that meaning he was less of the offensive focus and more of a fill-in guy put back guy get it where you can and he was not rewarded and he was told. He that did everything
1: not, that they asked of him. Did everything they asked. Everything that they asked of him. And as they the said the number one
0: pick. And, and his and reward was him. you're not a max guy. And it's like, well, yeah. I could have been if I just kept doing what I was doing, but that's you told me I'm not so, to do it. <laughs> that's why I'm so frustrated with this whole
1: situation because you're exactly right. He did exactly <laughs> what they asked of him. So his stats declined, but he was perfect for what they needed. And then he turned around and said, Well, you look at your stats. You're not a max guy. Uh, it's so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, it's like what the- what am I doing here? Like, give me yeah. that and then you keep me, I you completely like, normally so yeah. I am anti-player when they mope and pout and do all this kind of stuff, but I'm totally on I'm hundred percent with Aiden. Yeah, yeah, fuck the ownership group. I mean, I know he's on his way out, but like yeah. like don't don't even start like if someone wants to come up and like put their arm around him and be like, DeAndre, listen, I'd be like, Don't even start with me, man. <laughs> I did everything you asked of me, and then you screwed me. Yeah, he he's gotta get out and of it. And
0: then there. you had to and then you said you didn't want me. I tried to go somewhere else. And then you, and then you, then you match it. It. <laughs> I was like, and then you match it. So, so I was a max guy. So I whole like, figure it out. This reminds me of my relationship, my
1: ex-relationship oh. right now.
0: Ex-drinking buddy. That's what he's referring to, people, obviously. All right. Well, that is all for... You said you man. didn't want me.
1: Then I tried to leave. And then you said we should start doing stuff together again.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Brennan, speaking of doing disasters things, uh, Disasters. Disasters. Uh, there was a, if you can call it a game, there was a game last night. Um, did you watch any of this? So
1: I will give you my entire timeline because it's only going to take about line. thirty seconds. Give it to me. I watched the beginning of the game. I was excited. I was getting hyped up with all the pageantry and all the like the locker room, like destiny. This is fate. TCU deserves to be here. And I, I, I I'll be honest. I started to buy in a little. I was like, yeah, Duggan almost won the Heisman. He finished up second. They've got two awesome wide receivers. They might be able to hang. Within the first four minutes of the game, I, I don't know if it's because I, I, you know, I don't even watch that much college football. But within the four, first four minutes, I go, oh, this game's over, and then TCU scores, and I, I remember I turned to Savannah and I said, if Georgia scores again in the next possession. This is, this is going to be a boat race. And Georgia went down the field, like 90-something yards, scored, and I went into the bedroom and started playing my new Assassin's Creed Valhalla game because I was Ooh. like, oh, this game's over.
0: We well, do. New Assassin's Creed. Well, let me give you my timeline. My timeline's a little starts a little prior to. Run into Walmart real fast, call my brother. And you know, we kind of do a pregame, kind of get a pregame going, you know. And uh I'm like pre game breakdown. Yeah, we're getting the pregame, you know? He's David Pollack, you know, I'm Nick Saban somehow, you know. <laughs> uh uh. Like how I'm Desmond Howard, with, uh, Desmond <laughs> I, was like, I was like, man, I don't know why. I was like, damn, what's on? Uh, i was say, I'm, that's very open-minded. I'm Desmond like. Howard, Uh he's. I don't watch. I don't watch college football, so I never watch college game day. I always forget who's on this. oh you know David Pollock because he's on fucking PTI every damn week. Yeah, and I knew Saban was doing some stuff with them. Uh, um, by the way, the David
1: Pollack thing. I mean, I understand. Like he had a headache injury. I and oh, all that. Oh, I sorry. can't. No, I'm over. I'm over him on PTI. Every oh yeah, I I don't like him on. PTI. He just says the same thing over and <laughs> I don't, I like I don't him on know. PTI. <laughs> we'll see who yeah. wins the game. It's like you don't. Do you have a val? I mean, I understand you're on TV. You have to play like told the company line.
0: But don't do you like have a, an opinion don't, on anything? I don't really like him on PTI. Um I'm happy we aligned on that because I, <laughs> I was like, whatever. It's a Dave Hog day. It's like all right, skip past five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So. He's saying, you know, TCU's not bad. You know, they could they could they were right in that game with Michigan. I was like, but if we're being honest, Michigan had three chances to Michigan score. Lost that game. I was like, they had three chances to score if they do that, and then they threw a pick six. And he's like, but they were they got themselves in position, they stopped them. I was like, I don't know. I feel like it was more uh, Michigan beating themselves, type of thing. Like two yeah. of their touchdowns were on fucking blown cover, like just Young, dumb, safety, didn't do his responsibilities. He's like, no, nah, man, they're good. And I was like, look, man, if Georgia comes and plays their best and TCU plays their best, it's going to get ugly. Mm-hmm. I get home, I put the game on. It got ugly. I see the uh, they do the little ESPN, very good graphics. They do the little graphic thing with the Horn frog jumping over the thing. Last year they were this, then they did this, and they came from the Mountain West, and I was like, oh, man, this is cute. You know what? I might be rooting for the Horned Frogs. And then I saw Stetson Bennett run the ball and run past people. And I said, I am watching Stetson Bennett the fourth, not Cam Newton, right? Like, how is he getting past the DNs into the end zone untouched? I was like, what the hell am I watching here? And then TCU goes down and scores. And I'm like, all right, all right. Going to be a good game. Going to be a good
1: game. We have ourselves a
0: game, and then I'm on the phone. I'm, at this point, my brother called me back, and then all a for first the next breakdown. For the ne- no, this is still in the first quarter. For the next, oh, how long did this game go? Like three hours. Mm-hmm. I just constantly am on the phone with various people between my brother, my nephew, my girlfriend, a friend, and all they can hear from me is "damn, damn, damn," because I just kept looking up. I just had the game in the background at that point point. I just kept looking over and a red jersey was in the end zone instantly. Somebody yeah. was wide open time after time after I time after time. I can't believe I let Trent Dilfer talk me into TCU
1: team speed because I've always been a huge no one has team speed like the SEC does. No one can run like the SEC. I've said that for years and then I hear Trent Dilfer on a podcast being like well TCU trains speed three times a week which is you know way more than anybody else and they've got a super fast team and I let him convinced me like oh maybe a TCU can run with the SEC and they can't. No one can. It no was stupid to even think that.
0: Stetson Bennett had two touchdowns where he was not touched on runs. I was like am I watching Cam Newton, Tim Tebow? Like, what, Vince my favorite Young? thing like, is the code word. He's is sneaky going fast. On? Like what the heck is going on? I'm like this is a 25 year old guy who's not going to be playing in the in, at the next level Like, and then my buddy was like oh the, TCU has uh, he was like uh, Georgia has 15 five stars, TCU has one. I was like, Stetson Bennett wasn't one of them. <laughs> yeah, and besides, He's torching that, their defense. I don't
1: give a shit how many, whatever recruits you have. You're, You're at the national game. Title game. You're at
0: the game. You're there. <laughs> and I just go back to what I said last week. I turned on the TCU Michigan game and I saw Matt Duggan, who was this Heisman candidate who's playing against teams. In the fucking Big 12, which means nothing because defenses do nothing in that entire division. And yet, last week against Michigan, I turned on the game. He was 9 of 20 with like 100 some yards. At the end of this game, he's 14 of 22 with 152 yards. When you come and face the big dogs, they got nothing. They got nothing. It was interesting because I was watching in the pregame about how he got beat out
1: for the starting position. And then he fought his way back and he fought his way through like a serious illness, a heart condition that he ended up finding out about after he got COVID. And like, I'm seeing all this stuff and it's getting me choked up. But I'm like, fuck, yeah, man, let's do it. And then when he goes into play, I was like, this is why you got beat out for the starting. (laughs) Like, And I'm not even trying to be negative, but it's like, oh, yeah, you're not you're not next level guy yeah Yeah. you're not you can just see it like and i know i talk about it all the time when i got to fau i go oh this is not the football i'm used to
0: like you just get there and you realize like oh this is not what we're doing here and set to bennett is not the guy either but he is ken dorsey to georgia's miami He is playing surrounded by just superior talent and he can do enough he's doing enough yeah, and he, you know what? He's got two national championships to his name. He'll go down in
1: Georgia Hall of Fame history. He'll go down in College Football Hall of Fame history. And, and he'll have
0: uh, Stetson Bennett of Kia right on Athens Boulevard, yeah, Bulldog Fuck, Way. Yeah, like sell yeah, insurance. Can, people are gonna be like, "I got my life insurance from Stetson Bennett the Ford." Gonna go down as a legend in the, yeah. in the like. And on. there's nothing wrong with that. That's a great life. I, I, I there were two things that happened. Uh, there were three things that happened in that game last night that I had never seen before in my life. And then we'll get to the quick hits very quickly. I've never seen a team put up 60 points in a national championship game. By the way, this was the largest margin of victory. Yeah, I was going to I don't think it's In it any bowl game. Not just national championship. Ever. Any bowl game. Largest margin of victory. 65 to 7. I've never seen... What is it? I've never seen at the start of the fourth quarter, just started the fourth quarter. Cameras come back and everything. Curry Smart calls a timeout, pulled his starters on offense in the to start the fourth quarter in the national championship. Standing ovation at the national championship. They go on, the backup quarterback goes on, they get a touchdown, drive out of that. Defense comes out. Defense, same thing. Kills a second timeout. Pulls his defensive starters. He, and he standing on I want the listeners to know. First, he's, sure. he's not pulling his
1: starters and being like, hey, sub in the twos. No. He's literally, he's everyone's going them go in, out on the time field. Timeout, time come out, off.
0: Come. Like, you literally saw him. People were out there. Stetson Bennett's out there. He's like, no, all you guys stay back. Let him walk by himself, and then you can walk over after. They're orchestrating their walk off. Like, what? It was insane to watch and I couldn't take my eyes off it. It was a terrible game. I could not take my eyes off it because I was like, I'm just seeing things I've never seen before.
1: And also, that's a big F you to TCU. That's such a... It, and my thing is, you don't deserve what's to be gonna yes, <laughs> what is TCU going to do? What are you going to exact- do? <laughs> you don't deserve to be here and we're going to make sure you know it.
0: Like, I don't even think... I'm, th- I'm saying, I don't even think they're doing it cockily. But... There's no way to not do it cocking. Like, you can't yeah. be hopeful about that.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> I think Kirby Smart knew exactly what he was doing.
0: <laughs> oh, man. You don't right. belong
1: on the same field as us.
0: Oh, man. I think he was more so looking out for his students. Like, hey, you guys have a moment. I mean, he might be, but I've also had right.
1: coaches be like, they don't belong on the same field as
0: us. Now show them why. Mm-hmm. You'll be surprised how quick and it- quick. quick. Name it hits. quick hit. Oh, Black Monday, Brennan, it takes us away every year. Uh, only a few firings on this Black Monday. We'll probably see some more as time goes on, but uh, man, I don't know why I just froze right there. Um, <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury uh, out as Cardinals head coach How and bad. the GM, Steve Kime, steps away on his own accord. Um two things that I thought should have happened last year when they yep. were giving extensions. Yeah, uh, we
1: were shocked by the <laughs> extensions, but... I mean, I, we talked about it at the beginning of the season. I go, Cliff is going to be out, and you're like, but he just signed that extension.
0: Yeah, I, I, I thought they'd at least give him two years into the Yeah, extension. no, I, 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 again,
1: I was one of those things where it's like, yeah, I mean, you are right, but I was like, he's bad.
0: Oh, Brennan, you might be right. I'm seeing now two is still not cleared, so he may not be playing. In they can't. Game. He cannot play. <laughs> look, look, if he's cleared... I can see him playing. If he's not clear, oh, if he's clear, he's
1: gonna play. I'm saying the Dolphins can't clear him. Yeah. I'm just saying. You have to
0: we've talked about this a bunch. You have to save him from himself. Uh the Titans have fired four assistants. Um Vrabel is not going anywhere. That man their is their offensive coordinator. Uh and Lovey. Sorry. Yeah, Lovey. Sorry, I was just reading uh Cooks you is shocked because they got rid of
1: Lovey Smith, and I'm shocked too. They openly admitted that the, the GM Nick Casario said, "I'm very disappointed with the situation we're in. I'm not gonna," he said, "like I'm not gonna sugarcoat it or I'm not gonna lie. It's something like that." Where he's like, yeah, I'm upset that we don't have the number one pick. And it's like, fuck
0: off, dude. Yeah, fuck you. You were were going to fire him regardless. And that's why he went out and won that game because it was a fuck you situation. Two middle fingers up. Lovey Smith, one of the most underrated coaches in the NFL. Underrated stand-up gentleman. He won in Chicago. He was winning in uh, Tampa Bay before they took him out to bring in Dirk Cutter. And you saw where that got you a whole lot of nowhere. That That was a mess. That was a ridiculous situation. Um, So, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't want to say, just, just look back at that Brian Flores uh, lawsuit. Just look at the Texans the last two seasons. You hired Cully. Everybody knew that was a dead man walking. He won four games and no one thought he would win. Uh, and you let him go. Lovey was the DC. They eventually hired him because they couldn't hire Josh McCown because of Brian Flores' lawsuit. And he won games that no one thought he should have won, was yeah. in games that no one thought he should have been. He almost, in back to back weeks, he almost beat the Cowboys and the Chiefs.
1: Yeah. In and successive the Jags. weeks. I mean, it's not saying it's not the Chiefs, but they still beat the Jags who ended up winning the division. They beat us in week two or, or yeah. week four or whatever. So,
0: I mean, they, with they Davis they were, Mills at quarterback. Davis Mills. And then at one point, doing a platoon system with Mills and Driscoll. Yeah. Like, yeah, so... Lovey
1: Smith is a good coach, and he needs... I don't know if he'll just retire after this because he's made all this money, but if someone could get him as the D.C., that'd be awesome.
0: No reason to go find a job too soon while you can still collect three years of that check. That's nuts. So... Cliff yeah. Kingsbury
1: very stupid.
0: All right, they owe him like $40 million. My goodness. Uh, you got anything on the NHL? No, but everything going on in college and the NFL, I haven't been watching. All right, well... Fulham, not a lot to update. We had an FA Cup game uh, since we last spoke. Um, going on to the next round, Which we're going to we be won. hosting. We won, yes. We're going to be hosting uh, Sutherland, so we can still make a We just beat more. them. but uh, No, we didn't. We didn't play Sutherland. We played Southampton. Oh, okay. Sorry. And plus, your FA Cup team can be Our whomever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're playing Sutherland on who has a Netflix doc. I believe Sutherland till I die. Uh, so, yeah. I mean. Uh, Big game on Thursday. Big game on Thursday against Chelsea at home. No micro, though, which is going to be very upsetting. Yeah, I'm worried. That offense. He kind of he is the offense. So he's I mean, he's awesome. not, but he's he the is. talisman. Yeah. But um, yeah. Chelsea's been in disarray for most of the season though. So I can which see us good. still pulling a, not a win. I can see us getting a draw at home, which would be great. Um, with him out, if we get a win with him out, oh my gosh, <laughs> we're we're winning the whole damn thing. <laughs> mm. But all right, let's get out of here. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. Sure, 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 sure,
1: sure, 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 Brendan, where can we find you? Um at Brennan T Comedy on all social media, Brennan com. Check out the one man show January thirtieth here in New York City at the Producers Club uh eight thirty and six thirty show times. And check out my other podcast, ex Drinking Buddy, where I talk with guests about their best and worst drinking drug, partying, and getting in trouble stories. Joe.
0: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. You can head over to my website, JoeDorville.com. You can check out this show's tw- uh, Twitter and Instagram at Curing Press. And don't forget over head over to the don't forget to head over to the Anulo Network uh, website, Anulo.co. to check out all the other shows. Who does a pod which we'll be doing? Lay Miz tonight. Uh, that'll be in your feeds at the same time as this tomorrow. Um, wait, this is Tuesday. Yeah, we're doing this Tuesday. That um, yeah, Wednesday's been throwing me off, man. Jeez. Uh, And then Anulo with new episode every week. No topics. Just chaos and anarchy going on over there. So, uh, yeah, don't forget to check those out. Brennan, let's get me out of here because I have a very important meeting. That's why we play the game. Hello.
1: Hello. Huge shout out Doug Peterson taking the Jags to the playoffs. Huge shout out DeMar
0: and the doctors and nurses at UC. I told you he's going to be all right. And all the medical staff on the field. All the trading staff around the league.